0: Hello, and welcome to Everybody Ought to Go to Sunday School. Today, our lesson is found in the book of Hosea, chapters 11 and 12. Our scripture will be read by a dear friend of mine, Deaconess Ina Kosting. I'll get back with you as soon as the scripture is read.
1: Good morning, I'm Deaconess Ina Costin, and I'll be reading our background scriptures for today's lesson. As they called them, so they went from them. They sacrificed unto Balaam, and burned incense to graven images. I taught Ephraim also to go, taking them by their arms, but they knew not that I healed them. I drew them with cords of a man, with bands of love, and I was to them as they, that take off the yoke on their jaws, and I lay meat unto them. He shall not return into the land of Egypt, but the Assyrians shall be his king because they refuse to return. And the sword shall abide on his cities and shall consume his branches and devour them because of their own counsels. And my people are bent to backsliding from me, though they call them to the most high, none at all would exalt him. How shall I give thee up, Ephraim? How shall I deliver thee, Israel? How shall I make thee as Adma? How shall I see thee as Zeboam? Mine heart is turned within me. My repentings are kindled together. I will not execute the fierceness of mine anger. I will not return to destroy Ephraim, for I am God and not man, the Holy One in the midst of thee, and I will enter into the city. They shall walk after the Lord. He shall roar like a lion when he shall roar. Then the children shall tremble from the west. They shall tremble as a bird out of Egypt and as a dove out of the land of Assyria. And I will place them in their houses, said the Lord. Ephraim compasseth me about with lies and the house of Israel with deceit. But Judah yet ruleth with God and is faithful with the saints. Ephraim feedeth on wind, and followeth after the east wind. He daily increases lies and desolation, and they do make a covenant with the Assyrians, and oil is carried into Egypt. The Lord hath also a controversy with Judah, and will punish Jacob according to his ways. According to his doings will he recompense him. He took his brother by the heel in the womb, and by his strength he had power with God. Yea, he had power over the angel and prevailed. He wept and made supplication unto him. He found him in Bethel, and there he spake with us. Even the Lord God of hosts, the Lord is his memorial. Therefore turn thou to thy God. Keep mercy and judgment, and wait on thy God continually. He is a merchant. The balances of deceit are in his hand. He loveth to oppress. And Ephraim said, Yet I have become rich. I have found me out of substance, and all my labors they shall find none iniquity in me that were sin. And I that am the Lord, thy God from the land of Egypt, will yet make thee to dwell in tabernacles as the days of the solemn feast. I have also spoken by the prophets, and I have multiplied visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the prophets. Is there iniquity in Gilead? Surely they are vanity. They sacrificed bullocks in Gilgal, yea, their altars are as heaps in the furrows of the fields. And Jacob fled into the country of Syria, and Israel served for a wife, and for a wife he kept sheep. And by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet was he preserved. Ephraim provoked him to anger most bitterly. Therefore shall he leave his blood upon him, and his reproach shall his Lord return unto him. I read to you Hosea Hosea 11 and 12 in its entirety, and the word of the Lord is already blessed.
0: Good morning. So, so glad that uh, so many of you have joined us on this morning to uh, be a part of this uh, great Sunday school lesson. And uh, we're just excited um, about Sunday school. On this morning, now you have your uh books your your pathway series on today let us let us get started <clears throat> and you have your bibles glad to see you too. God bless you. Our scriptures are, are kind of jumping around in chapters eleven and twelve of hosea so first, let us uh briefly look at the life of Hosea. Now, he was considered one of the uh, minor prophets, and he had warned against the godless alliances with other nations. Uh, They were extremely patriotic, and and they denounced uh, political and moral corruption. They warned Israel against isolationism from God. Mm. Now, Hosea lived during the time of the divided kingdom. He was uh, a prophet of the northern kingdom, which we remember is called uh, the kingdom of Israel. He was called to this prophetic office in those stirring times that ushered in uh, the final catastrophe, which swept away the northern kingdom into political extermination. Mm -hmm -hmm. Now, Hosea's unpleasant and and just heartbreaking personal life in chapters 1 through 3 was used by God as an object lesson of his relationship with Israel. Now, now in chapters 4 through 14, the picture is of a loving husband hurt by an adulterous wife that mirrored the broken heart of god because of his adulterous children now at that time hosea began his prophecy uh there appeared at least to be a a a superficial observer And, and no indication on the political horizon was so near so rapidly approaching. Now, after much tribal warfare between the two kingdoms, and and almost, it was an unprecedented era of prosperity, along with peace that had returned to this poverty-stricken land. There was an immense wealth in the land, but side by side with this wealth, was poverty and and need and want. Now, the poverty was so great that the people were sold into slavery because, look, they could not even uh, pay enough to buy a pair of shoes. Mm, Help us, Lord. Now, Hosea was a contemporary of Amos, another prophet to Israel. Now, his ministry extended over a half a century, and he lived to see the fulfillment of the prophecy, uh, Of but he was in captivity in Israel. Now, this lesson text is taken from the second division of Hosea's book that describes Israel's guilt and her subsequent punishment And future restoration now as a result of this lesson you you should be able to do uh, these things one uh, compare prosperity as a worldly goal with godly virtues of love and justice then regret occasion when you have adopted prosperity as a key goal And then to practice love and justice as key virtues. Our key verse is found in the NIV. You must return to your God, maintain love and justice, and wait for your God always. Mm. Our lesson today is a challenge to measure up. Now, this challenge can drive some people to make decisions that can have either an adverse or positive result in their lives. I'm remembering years ago when one of the uh, patriarchs of our church and an avid Sunday school teacher, some of you remember Brother Charlie Roberts, told then director uh, in music that he needed to see him more in Sunday school. He looked at Brother Roberts and listened attentively to his reasoning. Brother Roberts told him, All it takes is a made-up mind. Well, that measure-up challenged Isaac to place his head in the Bible, became a student of God's Word, come on. After a while, he was elevated to teacher, being superintendent, deacon, minister, and now 22 years as pastor of the great Jerusalem Missionary Baptist Church, all because he was challenged to measure up. Mm. But as it is in our lesson, the less mature being told to measure up, listen to this, or that they don't measure up uh, uh, to a particular standard can lead to low self-esteem, fear of trying, resentment, or even uh, uh, psychological harm, physical harm. I was able to see it for myself in another organization when people were in, in, in prayer rooms, listen to me, and would leave out and the leaders in the prayer room would tell them after they had labored on their knees in prayer that they didn't have the Holy Ghost. I saw many leave in despair and some plunged headlong into the world because someone told them that they did not measure up a process totally unbiblical help me father god as we see in our lesson that man's marching orders to measure up and god's way of measuring up are two different things hallelujah on the other hand those who are more mature may accept being told to measure up or that they don't measure up as their catalyst to prove their worth. Glory to God. We live in an extremely competitive environment that affects all areas of society home, school, businesses, and religious institutions. Help us, Father. Often, society measures the worth. Of an individual by their material prosperity. Now, in order to reach the top of the rung of the social and economic ladder, some will engage in illegal activity, forfeit their integrity, and even put their trust in humankind rather than in God. The leader of our country mm, gained success through multiple. Levels of illegal activity from fraud, tax evasion, illicit sex with minors, money laundering, lying constantly, borrowing money, then failing to uh, 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 in bankruptcy, wouldn't pay office creditors, and the list goes on and on. This is not a new phenomenon, saints, even for the people of God. Now, among their sins against God was the claim by Israel that their material prosperity had been achieved by, look, their own effort and not God's provision. You know, saints of God, that God will provide. He says that in his word over and over and over again, I will provide. This attitude persisted in the northern kingdom or in Israel or Ephraim during Jose's ministry. Their material prosperity that they had enjoyed caused them to take focus off of God and put it into themselves. Oh, help us, Lord. Now it's getting interesting. See, while they sought to measure up to the social standards of material prosperity, they failed to measure up to God's standards of obedience, devotion to him, social justice, and righteousness. Now, in hosea eleven one and two God describes Israel as his child that he loved, He took them out of Egyptian activity, not because they were so good or obedient. The only reason he got them out was because, look, he loved them. They were serving idols. They were not serving God, but God loved them. This is why he saved you and me. God knows it was not because I was so good. In fact, me, I was a wretch undone. But he saved me because he loved me. Oh, hallelujah. I can shout right now. Mm, mm, mm. You see, Saint God, love is not the basis of salvation, love is the motive of salvation. See, God so loved the world. Somebody finish that scripture. So when Israel was a child, God said, I took him out of Egypt, not because he was worthy, not because he was so good, not because he did good works, because he didn't. I took him out because I loved him. Oh, you remember that old cop show, Kojak? His famous line was, "Hmm, who loves your baby? Well, you should have answered that by now. The Lord loves me and I feel good about it. Bless us. Bless your holy name. But even with all of this, we see in verse 7 that the very intent of the people was to resist and spurn his love but it was too late to uh, return without punishment for their adulterous ways. Even if they called to him at this point in their estrangement, God would refuse to hear them. Inescapable judgment mm, was coming in the form of military defeat and exile. In fact, the discipline that they faced was because of his intense love for them. Oh, you remember in last week's lesson, we discussed the integrity of God by doing right that God is obligated by his word to bless you. And for your wrongdoing, he is also obligated to punish his children. Mm. Now, how do we repay his love? ungrateful children, by pursuing our own selfless agendas, come on, through money, success, achievement, romance, and guess what, then ourselves. This is why so many folk can't just sit down even now and shelter in during this pandemic. You can't see this virus, it's invisible, but it has killed over 100,000 people in this country. But because of our self-interest for money, success, oh, I, I, I done read the list. We will uh, turn our lives over to the devil for a hairdo, for nails, a job. Uh, uh, we're not social distancing. We're trying to get to the bar and get to the club. Oh, I saw people at a NASCAR race. Like like now. Now they're burning down cities with thousands of others and all are at risk uh, in, for their lives. Come on, saints of God. Is this how we repay his love? Help us, Holy Ghost. Lord have mercy. Then in our lesson, Hosea shifts to a message of salvation for the apostate Israel because God, because of God's love for them. He says in verse 8 through 10, you still, you, you still have your Bibles open. Hallelujah. How can I give you up, Ephraim? How can I hand you over Israel? How can I... Treat you like Adma, how can I make you like the boy again? My heart is changed within me, mm. all my compassion is aroused. I will not carry out my fierce anger, nor will I devastate Ephraim again, for I am God, and I am not a man, the holy one among you. Mm-mm-mm. I will not come against their cities. They will follow the Lord and he will roar like a lion. When he roars, his children will come trembling from the West. Help us, God. Saints of God, real love is complex and arouses conflicting emotions at times. The thought or Prospect of, of, of completely abandoning Israel aroused God's compassion to the fullest. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, you know that wayward child of yours who never calls to check up on you. You only hear from them when when, when they are in trouble or or, or the bottom is ready to fall out of their lives, and they call begging for help. You know they're crazy. You already know that, but you already know that they're your child, and you can't bear giving them up, just like God could not bear giving up on Israel. Mm. Therefore, his decision was to temper his wrath by punishing them as they deserved, by not totally annihilating them. This was a sure promise because it was based on who he is. Now, because of his holiness and his infallibility, he does not and will not administer punishment like humankind. He will not hold his knee on your neck until you stop breathing. He is not that kind of God. Hallelujah. Today, the people of God are beneficiaries of his divine mercy. His mercy is often explained as as our receiving what we deserve. The songwriter says, your grace and mercy brought me through I'm living each moment because of you. I want to praise and thank you too that your grace and mercy brought me through. In mercy, he will withhold what he deserves and restore our fellowship with him through repentance and faith. His redeemed children, can rest in the assurance that he will never let us go and allow anything to separate us from him. Thank you, Lord. Hosea returns to those of Israel unfaithfulness with a concluding indictment against the nation. Social injustice and foreign alliances with Assyria and Egypt characterize Israel's unfaithfulness. Now, God expected his people to lean and depend on him as their defense, as their deliverer. Now, Hosea reminded them that they needed to repent and return to their covenant with him. Hallelujah. But God does not always overlook sin especially blatant disobedience and ingratitude, he observed in Israel. As their punishment, hallelujah, Israel would be forced to live in exile as their ancestors had done in the wilderness. Saints of God, they were without excuse because they had been warned repeatedly by God's prophets but they refused to hear them. The undeniable truth was that many had idolatrous altars erected in cities in Gilead and Gilgad, and they would be destroyed by the coming Assyrian invasions. And you know, I told you about those Assyrians. Mm. They lived to think up new ways to kill you then hosea begins reflecting on the past which should have led them to acknowledge god and his power as a source and sustainer of their nation but their refusal to do the right thing also stirred up god's wrath and led to the indictment unforgiving and inevitable punishment posture of his people as we see in verse 14. Mm. Now, how does this apply to God's people today? Okay, I'm glad you asked. If we agree that we have all sinned and are still challenged by the power of sin, then we should be willing to repent and commit to love and practice of God's standards. Specifically, justice. Saints of God, wrong will never turn into right. Never, ever. In addition, our dealings with others must be characterized by honesty, integrity, and the recognition of God as the source of our success and prosperity. Saints of God, My daughter-in-law, Marissa, just received her doctorate in nursing. Mm. She recognized that it was the Lord that brought her through this process, going to school, having a baby, caring for her child, caring for her husband, working at the same time, studying at the church. It, It was remarkable to me to see her go through this and and then make straight A's. Nothing was never forsaken, her home, nothing. But she said it was the Lord. We must recognize the Lord as our source of success. It is the Lord who is our source of prosperity. It is the Lord. And finally, we must demonstrate that we have heard his word and and living and that, that, that we know who he is. I don't care who's burning down the city. We must live godly lives. Martin Luther King taught a whole generation how to protest and live godly lives we must follow peace with all men holiness without no man shall see god help us measuring up to god's standard is a matter of obedience and gratitude for his compassionate love the love that he he has uh given us and that that his divine judgment of of of, of sin that he has tempered his judgment with mercy upon us when there was when he sees genuine repentance, those who measure up to his standards after failure to do so can expect necessary discipline, but never total separation. Let us pray, Father, thank you for reminding us the depths of your love, that through the daily blessings that you have bestowed upon us, despite our measures to to measure up, we express our gratitude to you. You have commanded us to love you, to respect our fellow man, To walk in the ways of your word, to repent daily, to measure up. We pray that we can measure up to what you're calling for in these last and evil days. And Father, to protect us and to forgive us of all our sin and unrighteousness. In Jesus' name, amen.